Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. He's the editor-in-chief of the most popular Chiefs website on the Internet and is a master of impressions. If they win this game, they're going to make the playoffs. Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride joins the drive. Every day I wake up trying to be more and more like this individual, and I fall short every single time. This person is not only an inspiration to me, not only an inspiration to this show, but really to our community. He is a pillar. Like, if I had to think of the most important people in our community, Patrick Mahomes, one, Paul Rudd, two. I mean, he's Ant-Man, for God's sake. And probably our next guest from Arrowhead Pride, the editor-in-chief, the El Capitan, Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride. Pete Sweeney! Pete Sweeney, how are you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for that intro. I mean, that, that's what it's all about right there. I appreciate that. Pete Sweeney, what are you doing? Like, you don't have any practices to go to. There's no games. There's no stories to write. What are you doing with your free time? Yeah, uh, we are getting ready for the combine when the chiefs go to the mid-february every year the combine comes quick so trying to figure out uh how we're gonna cover that situation and uh then i think i'll probably take a week off following the combine but then we get into free agency and it'll be into full off-season coverage mode so we're still afloat at at ap i i probably should use this time uh obviously last week was a a different climate and so you know i, I think now this week we're, we're talking more about the game and the season I don't really have a ton to say, but I do want to say hi to hi to all the tweeters and texters that would message me after the Chiefs would lose regular season games and ask me if they still had enough at wide receiver and just say that, yeah, I, I think they did. I think they did. Pete, do you want people to apologize to you? Do you want a written apology? Do you want me no, to take field no. call, phone I, calls, and then I'll, like, forward them to no, you? Like, how, how no, do you want what? your apologies? <laughs> No, I just wanted to say hi to everybody that did that. That's all. That's all. I'm good now. I'm good now. I just got to get that out of my system. Right now we're talking to Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride. Pete, it feels like the Super Bowl was like three weeks away. You know what I mean? Like with everything that has happened in like the last nine days in Kansas City, it feels like the Super Bowl was a long time ago and not last Sunday. Yeah, it, especially I think with you know the the parade stuff uh, as well. Uh, you know, it feels like uh, it was ages ago. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's been recent, and uh, I think it, it's still in a way just the season what it was. Um, what we're entering to, I think, is is still sinking in uh, at this stage. I, I think even more so than 
looking in the past of like what these years have been and, and especially getting that third championship in, in five seasons, I, I just look at ahead and I look at the grand opportunity that uh, the chiefs have here. If you, you know, just go to the parade, the actual parade portion before everything happened. I think uh, Brett Veach, the general manager put it well uh, in saying, you know, we had our return to glory. That 19 team was really special, uh, but everyone thought last year would be a rebuilding year. They still won the championship. Uh, there were problems with this team, um, especially offense. You needed some weapons. Uh, and I, I think the Chiefs will address that. And what was supposed to be a down year, the Chiefs like snuck one by the league again and managed to do so uh, off of an elite defense. And now I think what's still sinking in is this grand opportunity where you really think the team is going to be better next year and certainly more balanced. And they have a opportunity to do something the Patriots never did uh, with the three-peat. And it, it's it's been a little surreal. You know, I think even for fans, it's it's been hard to kind of swallow. But what a great time to be a Chiefs fan. My biggest takeaway from the Super Bowl, and I think what the lasting sort of memory for me is going to be, is, you know, you and I grew up in the Brady era. I mean, from start to finish, we remember whenever Drew Bledsoe got hurt. We remember the controversy on, hey, Drew Bledsoe is healthy. Should they put this Tom Brady guy back on the bench? And Belichick made a decision that I'm not sure a lot of coaches would have made at that time and stayed with Tom Brady, and then they were rewarded from it. And we saw all of the ups and downs, the spy gate and deflate gate and him joining a different team and I remember just thinking, hey, you know, this is the greatest quarterback that we've ever seen and no one is going to come close. And as I go back and I've now rewatched the final two drives for Kansas City's offense, like I was watching Tom Brady. I didn't think it was possible for anybody to be as calm in that moment, as cool in that moment. And it felt like an absolute certainty that one team was going to be in a position where they had a chance to win that game. And that is exactly what we saw with the Kansas city chiefs. So my biggest takeaway is he really is Tom Brady. What's your biggest takeaway from this team winning the super bowl? I think it's similar. I, I, I think, you know, better comparison is uh, especially this year uh, is Michael Jordan. Uh, and I, and I say that because I, I think that there, the idea that there's going to be some kind of 10 year gap with, with Mahomes doesn't seem real. And like, I, I felt, I felt that way, like in watching his game, that he was the best football player that I had ever seen, but it's really hard uh, to say something like Michael Jordan or Tom Brady before he has the accolades that he's had over these past couple of years. If you've noticed this win, and you mentioned, I think because of the, the need for those two drives at the end, this win has kind of begrudgingly, reluctantly put the national media onto that, level where they're starting to see like this is a really really special player and a really really special career and he is having a a jordan-like career and i think in the down year that we just talked about you know you saw a golden opportunity for josh allen and lamar jackson and they were in their building and the environment was crazy Uh, i didn't attend the buffalo game i covered from afar but i was able to be in baltimore that place was rocking and for all uh intents and purposes Baltimore should have been able to find a way to win that game, and they, they just couldn't. And I think Mahomes being able to lead this and, and be a huge part uh, of that, it, it, it just shows that like there are going to be players like Allen and Jackson and Burrow that will have less conference championships and Super Bowl titles because they're playing in an era with Patrick Mahomes. I, I guess you could say that about, about Brady, but it just really reminds me of Jordan in the 90s when you had such great NBA players that will never sniff a a trophy because of that. And I, I think being able to get three, 
before the age of, of 30 and, and still have an opportunity to build on that. You know, you have another two seasons here before you enter your age 30 season. I just, I think we're watching something really special and, and certainly the uh, potentially the greatest career of all time. And I just think the difference with this Super Bowl, and this is where I guess our opinions just are a little bit different, is that it made the national group get on board with what I think we all already knew locally. Right now, we're talking to Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride, getting his thoughts on the Kansas City Chiefs, taking a look back at the Super Bowl, also taking a look ahead to the offseason for the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's take that offseason. The Chiefs have two major decisions. What do you do with LeJarrius Sneed? What do you do with Chris Jones? I would franchise tag Sneed, and I would let Chris Jones walk in free agency, and I would use that available cap space to improve the team elsewhere. What would GM Pete Sweeney do? Yeah, it it's a big difference between like what I want to see happen and and what I think is going to happen. I you know I, it's tough to go back in time now, but you just wish that Chris Jones would have signed that deal last year and would have been taken care of. Then you could have this elite defense back again and, and reasonably think that that's going to happen. I I don't you know I I would love for the Chiefs to to find a way to keep these guys, but I I think the the word that that this regime really uh, is all about is flexibility. And they're not going to let one player, we saw it with the Tyree Kill trade, they're not going to let one player in his demands mess up what is flexibility around, uh, as we just mentioned, the greatest quarterback of all time. And so you know, I think in the climate of this and, and you look at, at Chris Jones and, and how his representation has kind of handled this, they want him on the open market. And to tag him is going to be $33 million. And I, I think we've seen a couple players – uh, you know, uh, handcuffed Brett Feach in a sense with Tyree Kill and Orlando Brown and, and Jones not being, and I, I don't think he wants to be uh, handcuffed here with his team. I think he wants to really be able to give Pat the stuff that he needs, and to be able to do that, you can't. It's like almost like the tag is a non-option. I just think of, of Chris Jones, and when he hits the open market, there's going to be a number that a team is going to offer that the Chiefs are not going to be able to to pay to maintain that flexibility. And I just think that's how it goes. You know, there is a, an alternate scenario where Chris Jones turn, turns to his week one pals in the suite and says, I really want to be with the Chiefs. Let's work with them and find a fair deal to make sure we keep this defense together. But I just – I know some of the influence they have on him, and I just think he's going to go for the biggest number, and the Chiefs are going to have to figure it out. And I, I think in that, right, like – Orlando Brown kind of wanted to play that game. And so what did the Chiefs have? You know, I, I was looking yesterday at the Pro Football Focus top 200 free agents. Chris Jones is deservedly so number one, but there's also 20-plus interior defensive linemen on that list. I think the Chiefs are going to have a plan uh, if Jones wants to opt to go get that big number, and, and he has all the power to do so. That's his right, right? Uh, and I think they're going to have someone in place. And so I think Chris Jones walks. Um, and, and it's a shame, um, but uh, man, what a what a great player for the Chiefs! And I think you're right. I think the Chiefs tag Snead, and then as this goes on, uh, they ultimately get this player signed in a, in a long-term contract that's a little bit backloaded to give them more room this year and really give it themselves a a true shot of going uh, back to back to back here. Yeah, I mean, I would love for Chris Jones to come back in an ideal sense, and I think one thing that I really push back on from the text line and when we've taken calls is. I mean, that time to take that team-friendly deal, I mean, I feel like that time has passed that if you franchise tag Chris Jones and you lock him in for that $32, $33 million, 
what person is taking a pay cut based on guaranteed money that the time to take that sort of team friendly deal was last year. But now that you rolled the dice and you didn't agree to a deal and now you've played this thing out, you had an all pro year, you helped Kansas City win another championship. And now you have three and your legacy in Kansas City is intact. I just don't know if you're now in the place where you're taking that team friendly contract anymore. Yeah, and that's where I relate it to the Orlando Brown thing, right? Like, I think a lot of people saw the Brown situation, uh, and you looked at the rest of the roster, and, you know, your question was, well, like, if they let Brown walk or they don't come to an agreement, like, who's going to play tech? Not to say that that Brown uh, was a world beater, but he was average, slightly above average, right? He was a good player for Kansas City. Uh, And, I, you know, you look at the the room now, and I think this is what I'm seeing from a lot of fans, is, like, there's no one along the defensive line. But that's where, like, Jawan Taylor comes in. And I'm not saying Jawan Taylor the contract because I, I think there are some aspects of the contract that the Kansas City Chiefs personnel staff would probably want to have back. But I'm saying in more of a sense of, like, they have plan B and C and D ready. And there are uh, interior defensive linemen available. They're not, and no one is going to be, dominant to the point of Chris Jones. But I think there's going to be players that they could rotate in there. They feel really good about George Karloftis. Uh, I think they felt good about him. Many it's a shame that, that he's injured, but you're going to have to lean into younger players. Maybe Dana. I feel like Dana's a toss-up player. Maybe he's back on, on a deal. And you piecemeal this defensive line and continue to uh, have your elite secondary. And in you know, the alternate version, like each year is different, right? Like So you know we're working on in the presence of mind that they're going to need an elite defense again. I think if you're back in that 10 to 15 range where you lose Jones, but you're able to keep uh, the Chiefs, um, you know, in, in games and you have a well-improved offense with a Mike Evans, with a T Higgins to pair with Travis Kelsey on another year where she writes uh, your ground game that you've kind of grown a little bit in, the, in this past year. I think you, you're once again, winning in a different way. I mean, that was my whole point all year, not to bring it up again. Like I was more bringing it up in jest, but like you won in a different way last year, next year is going to be a different way than it was the previous year. And if, that means no Chris Jones. That's okay, right? Like sometimes you got to say goodbye to elite players, like they did Tyree Kill two years ago. You find other ways to win, and I, I think that's what this is going to come down to. It's unfortunate. I mean, I'd love to see Chris Jones back in Kansas City. I think a lot of people would, but I just think he's going to price himself out. Right now, we're talking to Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride, getting his thoughts on the Chiefs' offseason. Pete, is there a wide receiver that you really like? I mean, I'd be interested in Mike Evans on the right deal. I'd be very interested in Calvin Ridley. I think you can get him at a really Chiefs-friendly kind of contract where I don't think he's going to be a guy that really breaks the bank and you sign yourself up for probably two years of service from him. Is there a veteran wide receiver that you really like? Well, Ridley is a. It makes sense because he was a little boomer bust last year. There were some games where he really looked good, and there were other games where he kind of disappeared. And I just think that'll affect his value and kind of fit in the Chiefs' range. And I think there's no more motivating factor than Patrick Mahomes, and so I think that is a good fit. Evans to me is interesting because he's been a player that all he does uh, is produce, and now that he's been in the, the league for so long, I, I think he might be want to be with a team that can go win championships like the Chiefs are doing. And what a player to, to bring in. Uh, I mean, he's each sleep a thousand yards with Patrick Mahomes uh, and, and you just give more options and kind of spread the defense that way. I, I like the two players that you mentioned. I think Higgins is a little bit of a pipe dream. I love Higgins, but I, is Cincinnati going to let him get away? I also think there's, there's room to maybe bring in two receivers, right? So like, what if you bring in one of these guys and you, you think about Tyler Boyd, who is now going to see himself out of Cincinnati as well. I think there's, a number of different directions you can go to. I have believed for a while now that the Chiefs are going to go get one of these names 
in free agency at receiver and then draft another one uh, on day one or day two, probably uh, what I would guess to be day two again, um, unless there's a trade up uh, of some sort. Uh, but I think, yeah, a big, a big name from outside comes in and then they draft one. Uh, and, I, and I think you're going to feel a lot better about the receiver room next year. And then you have your players that'll be returning. Like I, I know that people are really down on Sky Moore at this point, but I think as a number five that's trying to like work his way and prove himself, that's a nice player for you. And I think just when we get to training camp, we're going to feel a lot better about that room. That is our guy, Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride, joining us on the show today. Pete, you know what, man? Me and you could talk for a whole hour, but it's your vacation, man. I want you to get to it, man. I'll catch you down the line. <laughs> All right, see you, Take care. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.